Good morning, everyone. How are you doing today? Well, my puppy wasn't feeling very well this morning, so I've been up for a couple hours, still dark outside. And what I thought I wanted to tackle this morning is, you know, it is said that San Francisco, San Francisco, California has, quote unquote, beat the virus. And I thought we should look at the data. What I'm seeing in the articles around this are very slanted or skewed views. Uh, there's the kind of side that's like the shutdowns worked and, you know, look at, oh, look at us. We're, we're doing better than anybody else. And then there's the articles that look at the economy and just look at the sheer destruction caused by those decisions. So I thought what I would do is read both sides, kind of put them together and let you and I decide, is the cure worse than the disease? I think without question, uh, there was probably no easy decisions. Um, you know, let's just go through the, the information I've gathered here. All these articles were written in either late September or early October. So data is fairly relevant. What I thought I would do is first go through the articles that are praising San Francisco, specifically their mayor and their health leaders have been getting a lot of praise from folks for what they've done. They, they acted early. They were very strict and, you know, so let's just go over some of this stuff. First and foremost, the mayor is quoted as saying she had no other choice. Uh, one of uh, the quotes from the public health director, he felt his job was to scare the shit out of people. That's his word, his quote, not mine. I thought that when I read that, I was... I didn't like reading that, frankly, hearing that from a public health official, that that's what he thought his job was, it was to scare people immediately felt heavy handed and uh, destructive and frankly, wrong. That's not what I want for my health uh, leaders. But again, San Francisco has said to beat the virus and they are, they are thought to be leaders in the country, which is interesting. So first and foremost, right away, they closed all businesses uh, except for a few essential services. Uh, they created a ghost town, which was quoted. Uh, they were going to go extra slow on any reopening. Uh, they were using local metrics, not state metrics. Again, all decisions made by San Francisco. Uh, they essentially turned over all control of the economy to public health and universities. Again, while they may get praise for the health impacts, I think turning over decisions to public health and universities is an interesting choice and is likely creating pain for decades to come. Uh, it is said that residents on average follow the guidelines, whether that be social distancing, uh, wearing masks, things of that nature. Uh, something else that helped is San Francisco is or was full of tech companies. Uh, the tech companies follow along and essentially shut down their offices and said, you know, employees work from home. Uh, and now they're saying work from home forever uh, or at least until next summer. Of the 20 most popular or populous, populous cities in the United States, San Francisco has the lowest death rate. It is said that if all cities followed what San Francisco did in speed and heavy-handed measures, 
that we would have 50,000 deaths instead of 220,000. So that's a 170,000 folks would still be with us, according to this report. So again, a couple of things in this feel like, like you just kind of gave up and threw your hands up first. Your public health director saying, my job's to scare the blank out of people. That's not what I want from my public health official. Then uh, just giving up the economy and handing it over to public health and universities to make the decisions. So let's go over the economic impact. So kind of the other side of the equations. Uh, there's a lot of talk about saving lives, but that's, in my opinion, only part of the story and frankly, inaccurate and misleading. Yes, you pro yes, without question, I'm willing to say you saved lives from COVID, right? From the virus, but you have caused far more deaths in other ways uh, that you are not counting. So are you ahead? Are you behind? That's, you know, I don't know. But let's look at the economy. First and foremost, San Francisco has created a $1.5 billion deficit, just like that. San Francisco was the booming economy, uh, economy of, uh, to be modeled. And with some, by turning everything over to public health and universities, they've now created a $1.5 billion deficit, which they've only papered over with hope of passing a measure on the November ballot. If they can, if that ballot doesn't pass, they have real problems. Public schools are still not open and it's the end of October. You are impacting lives and families and kids are getting behind. Public schools are still not open in San Francisco. Residents have fleed San Francisco. You are losing talent. You are losing taxes. You are losing all kinds of things that you won't get back, right? There's an additional sales tax revenue in San Francisco of 1%. Uh, sales tax receipts are down 43%. Your decisions to turn everything over to public health has caused an economic depression in San Francisco. Public transportation is down 88%. BART, shut it down. It's not profitable. You're losing money with every ride. Office vacancies is up to 14.1% and growing. Hotel occupancy down 86%. San Francisco rents have lost 30% since the start of this. And if you are a landlord, rents lead to lower NOI. NOI leads to lower valuation. You are seeing capital destruction. You are going to see multifamily retrade and go back to the banks. Listings for single-family homes up over 100% year-on-year. These are not good things for San Francisco. The unemployment rate in San Francisco has gone from 2.3% to 8.8% and, frankly, is undercounted. That 8.8% is on a smaller base because lots of people have left. 8.8% is on a smaller number because a lot of women have had to leave the workforce to raise their kids and school their kids. So that 8.8% is understated by a factor of two or two and a half easily. 
Restaurants and bars down 65%. And finally, 54% of all San Francisco storefronts are permanently closed. And that list is only going to grow as we get into the end of the year. So I ask you, does turning over all decisions on this to health officials, public health, who thinks their job is to scare people, is that a good idea? I think not. I think having public health part of the conversation is genius. But turning everything up, just throwing your hands in the air and say, hey, you tell us what to do is a decision that will destroy families, destroy lives, cause bankruptcies, cause death. And San Francisco will be paying this for years. And believe me, taxes will go up, services down, homelessness up, all because San Francisco decided to let the public health officials make all the decisions. And their public health official thinks his job is to scare the blank out of people. That, that is, and he said it so cavalier, that is not what I want for my public health officials. Give us guidelines, give us recommendations, but don't sit there and tell us that you think your job is to scare me to death. That's not okay. Anyways, let me know what you think. Did San Francisco do the right thing? Do you, are you on that side of this equation? Are you on the side of looking at the economy and all the ramifications for years, if not decades to come? I'd love to hear from you. What do you think? Take care.